Hello, 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 all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> I'm Mina Say What. This is Amina's House Podcast, episode 138. I'm Shayna B. Garnett Briscoe, a.k.a. Sherlock Homeboy. Uh, Dex the one. Dex the one. <laughs> not the two. Not the, the three. One. The one. <laughs> Guys, uh, so I have a little cold that I'm getting over and for like half a day. A cold? I, yes, I have a cold. Mm. I wouldn't tell nobody. People, first of all, I know it's a cold because I got caught in the rain and then I went in the house. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Went in the house in the AC and then the next day my throat was hurting me. Sure, so, sure. Do you have but, a sense of smell? What? Do you have a sense of smell? Like yeah. I have everything. I have everything. The only thing was uh, I was sweating every night for like two nights straight. Yeah, now, now see, now when I had that for two <laughs> nights straight, y'all called it something completely different. Nah, you're gonna get this slander, Mina. You <laughs> you That's because you haven't been safe. I've been safe. Oh, see, see, no, I ain't trying to hear that. I ain't trying to hear that. I wasn't safe and I had two days of having the chills too, so it don't matter. <laughs> well, it went away, so, but. Mine's away too. Nah, I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah. Thank you guys. Uh, but my voice sounds a little crazy. I was just telling y'all that because of that. So uh, let's get into what's in our feed because I'm really excited about the next versus battle. Rick mm-hmm. Ross, the boss. I think I'm Big Meech. Ooh, Larry Hoover and Mr. Two Chains. I know you like I used to. I need to put that on YouTube. Listen, I'm gonna be right there, front and center. Thursday. What is it? August the the sixth. Sixth or the fifth. The sixth. Fifth. Fifth? Thursday. No, is the sixth. It's the sixth. Friday's the seventh. At 8 p.m. Eastern time. So who do y'all have for this? Because this is a, I, I feel like this is gonna be a really good one. I'm just not that excited about this one. I'm what? Not, I'm being honest. I, I mean, I, I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm not that excited about it. So there's a difference. Like I don't not not like either one of them. It's just not one of the ones that I like. Got this pre-hype. Like, I got to be ready in my position for it. Like, if I'm, like, in the kitchen and I miss five minutes, I can catch up with the rest. <laughs> Y'all really feel this way? No, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about it, but I have to go with, and I love Two Chains, but I got to go with my birthday brother, Rick Ross. He and I, we had a little beef a couple years ago, and I'm glad that we're back on good terms, so I'm going to root for Ross. <laughs> wait, tell wait, us wait, about wait, this beef. Right, right. Um, so remember Rick Ross had a situation a couple of years, like, I think it was like last year, the year before last, where he had like a seizure and he was in a hospital and he was on life, like he was, people mm-hmm. thought he was going to pass away. I, you know, we, we share a birthday, January 28th, and I was so concerned. So I prayed for Rick Ross and I tweeted him and I texted like, I'm praying for you, I'm praying for you, I'm praying for you. And then when he got out of the hospital, he Instagrammed a picture of a watch and he never thanked us for our prayers. So like, we <laughs> had like a beef for a little bit. And now we've we've come to a mutual decision that we can be friends again. So Dexter beefs with people on social media, but they don't know they're beefing with him. So can we go? Can we go through some of your beefs that you've had that they don't know they're beefing with you? Well, that was the biggest ones like that I can think of right now. Lauren London and I have some weird beef too. I don't know what it is, but she blocked me on Twitter, and I don't know why. Well. Right. Your your mouth is a little slick, Dex. What did you say to Nunu? Uh-uh. Who else? 
back in the day. I, who else? Like someone this? else blocked you. Nelly didn't Nelly, Nelly. block you? What he did didn't you block me. Nelly? Nelly wanted to argue with me. <laughs> for whatever reason, like I don't know. I don't be doing nothing to these people. Everybody hates me. <laughs> Dexter, you're like a low key troll. Low key. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. He might as well work for the shade room. <laughs> just for his comment. <laughs> I'm really excited about this. I I don't know. Maybe because I like ratchet stuff. <laughs> you know, I'm ready to be like I'm riding around and I'm getting it. I'm riding around and I'm getting it. I'm riding around and I'm getting it. It's mine. I spin it. It's mine. No, y'all not ready. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm who y'all who, who y'all think is gonna win? Uh, I think it'll be Ross. I don't think it'll be as easy as a lot of people may seem. Um, I do Thank think you. it'll be a, a really good battle to showcase, um, you know, both of their catalogs. Um, Ross has an amazing catalog, one of the most underrated catalog in my sure. opinion. Um, and then Two Chains is gonna let you know he had a period of time that was he had a hundred features in a year. Mm-hmm. One amazing sure song. You know, and he had his own songs that were really big off his album and mixtapes and stuff. I'm like different. That. So, spend you know, it. So it, it's definitely gonna be a good one. I'm not super excited for it because I feel like I know the outcome. Yeah. That's but, how I feel. I'm like I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm not saying I'm not gonna enjoy it. I'm just not hyped for it. Right. I think too. I I got my money on Two Chains. To be honest, I think Two Chains is gonna pull a Jonte Austin. Like mm-hmm. no one's gonna see him winning this thing. He's gonna pop out with records that you forgot he did, features that you didn't even realize he was on. And yeah, every they time both he can come with those features, although like Garnett said, Two Chains do have. I don't know if he has more than Rick Ross, but they both got a good amount of features. Yeah. Right. I just think Two Chains is gonna win off the strength of. I don't think people have. See him winning, you know. Automatically, people are like Rick Ross, Rick Ross. People forget like Titty so Boy, Player Circle. <laughs> he had a whole run with DTP and Ludacris. Yeah, and people forget that about him because he's been in the game for like twenty years. Yeah, he's been in for a minute, long time. All right, moving on. Fate of Fagan. Megan has finally uh, come out and let us know. I mean, she's kind of been letting us know what's been going on this whole time, but she put up a video. Just kind of saying, yeah, I've been shot. Y'all over here joking around. It really happened. So I thought it was really important. I said this on air one day, and this girl kind of got offended. I don't know why. But um, she said that she feels like she never really got over the death of her mother. And she was probably filling her life with people that didn't belong there. I literally remember saying that on air one day. Like, you have to understand, you know, she might still be having residual. Even before she got shot, I remember she was doing a lot. And I'm like... You have to think she's probably still going through the motions of her mother passing away. And someone was like, why would you bring that up? That's so insensitive. I was like, I was bringing it up to remind people that every day. Right. She might be going through something underneath. And all we see is the twerking and the drinking and the excessive party. And we don't understand. She's probably really hurting under and she's just trying to, like, figure out, you know, what makes her feel good. Yeah, I mean, everybody grieves differently, and not to bring him up, but we see, you know, how Kanye reacted when his mother, and still does, with his mother's death. And like I always tell people, death is like an ocean. Some days it's going to be calm, and then some days the waves are going to knock you over. And for her, you know, to have achieved this level of success, and you don't have your mom there, like, that's probably just very extremely hard. On top of it, just being your mom is not there. You know, you don't have her for these other achievements. 
And then, like you say, you, you feel love or whatever from all these other people that you think you're filling that hole in your heart with. So, you know, I, I'm just happy she's okay because this could have went way different. Uh, yeah, but you know, this gives me a lot of like the Chris Brown Rihanna stuff. Like it really, it's very reminiscent of that to me. And like, I think one of the things that, in my opinion, that Rihanna didn't do properly was like blame Chris Brown for what he did and like kind of hold him accountable. I feel like we as the public did it, but I don't think she ever did it. And I think that Megan is doing the same thing with Tori in this situation. There was something she said that made me think like, okay, now I kind of get it when she was like, I just wasn't ready to talk about it. And I can understand that and I can respect it. But, like, I feel like even with that video that she posted, she still never talked about it. Like, you've never actually said Tory Lanez did this to me. Like, it's like maybe it's painful to talk about, but another part of me feels like, well, maybe she doesn't – she's trying to protect him in a sense. You know what I mean? Because she said in the video, I'm not protecting anybody. But you kind of are. Like, you're not saying that he did it. Right. And I was going to say the only difference, and not that I was in their relationship, but just – knowing people with Chris Brown and Rihanna, they did have a very volatile relationship where they apparently fought a lot. So I do think that had we not found out, they would have gone on like, you know, like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, again, I didn't even know Megan and Tori like were dealing or none of us really knew. Like, you know, you know, people are cool in the industry. So I don't know, you know, if this was their first even kind of blow up encounter and he took it all the way there. I'm not saying this would have happened to Megan, but I feel like a lot of the times when women do come forward and name a man or or accuse someone of something, sometimes they get attacked. And I'm not saying that she would have gotten attacked because I, I mean, even the jokes are, are a form of attack. You know, it's kind yeah. of making light of a very traumatic situation to her. But um, I do feel like as women sometimes, you know, sometimes it's better not to uh, publicly accuse someone because you never know how people are going to react, you know? Um, I mean, I think the public is doing it for her, though. I mean, they want to support him. <laughs> and where is he from? I thought he was, like... Canada. Canada. Is he from, like... I don't know if he's, he's from, from Toronto, Canada. but I know he's from Canada. I don't yes. know what part of it is in there, Canada. but I know he's from Canada. Now, I, I, I feel like, um, I mean, uh, the comparison, you know, with the Chris Brown situation now in this situation, I just think it's a hard thing to do for them because everything is moving so fast. You know, like nothing stops. You know, they still got to make music, meet deadlines, quotas, like nothing really stops. And when you sit and really evaluate what it is, I don't think she wants to maybe mess up his life even more. Kind of just want to sweep it under the rug and get it over with so she doesn't have to address it, whether it be right or wrong. And I think Rihanna may may have handled that situation the same way. I just want to be done with this. I don't want to talk about this person and have this drag on and this, but I'm Yeah, I was going to say, maybe somebody, and maybe it's ill-advised to your point, Dex, because we do have women in this country and some men that are constantly abused and are, are scared to come forward. And I do think that sometimes it will help to see other figures that are facing it. And maybe just even her not saying it helps those people in those situations. But she could have people in her corner like, don't say his name for whatever weird, you know, reason. I also think like, um, it's like, I I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I had it. It was there. And Blame it, it left. Blame it on the no, I had it. And it just, it really just left. Okay, oh, I have a question. Go ahead. Go ahead. You remember. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I have a question. So like, 
So he's not in jail anymore. So he got bailed out all that. Yeah, but he okay. never got charged for shooting her. He just got that's charged what I'm for saying. having I'm the confused. gun. Because, and that's why I didn't know if she wasn't saying it. Because when you look at everything, it says Tory Lanez got uh, arrested for carrying a gun. It never says for shooting her. Right. Well, we know he shot her. Right. <laughs> he but the shot. but I think the NYPD didn't know until she actually came out and said, I was shot. You know, I think the hospital knew, you know, but the hospital has nothing to do with the police. So I'm going to take the press charges. And I'm not right. trying to be smart. If this was Chris Brown... Do you think any woman at this point she would press them charges? She's not cooperating. The police are saying. Oh, but still, they still would have been charging Chris. Yeah, yeah, she's not cooperating. But what I was gonna say is, I I feel like we have this expectation that uh, celebrities have to deal with their their issues publicly. Was what I was gonna say. But like, we still don't know what happened with Beyonce and Jay Z. Like, some people just never address their stuff publicly. Mm You know, there's some situations that we just, we still don't know who Becky with the good hair is. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got speculation. And right. Some, some, some tea on who Becky is. Right, but the, just like this situation, <laughs> Megan never said Tory got, shot her, but we have speculation. But again, knowing that he actually is not charged in this case, that could very well be. But again, I don't know why she would incorporate, you know, I don't know. It, to you, all your point, maybe she loves him, maybe she feels like she's going to ruin his life. Maybe she just doesn't want to go through a court process. I don't know. And, you know, also, you know, she comes off as her persona is a street kind of woman, right? Mm. So, in, in the culture that we live in, the snitching, the telling, the yeah. That was exactly what I was thinking. It's frowned down. Yeah, and it's, it's a problem, especially when you have a woman. We Like, we know both, both of these individuals have nothing to do with the street at this point in their life. So, to either followed by some of these morals in the places that, that they're going is bad and this is what you're going to get. You, you're going to get empty stuff when somebody's doing something wrong and not hold them accountable for it. You know what, though? When I read that she wasn't being cooperative with the police, I kind of thought about, like, think about where we are, like, society-wise and racial-wise right now when it comes mm. to the police. You know, there's definitely, a like, a dislike for the police and cooperating. So it's like, even the way that they treated her, I, I mean, they ran up, they ran up. Like I wasn't a victim. Right. They ran up on all of them. Like they was a victim and handcuffed all of them, had her on the side of the street. She was bleeding and limping. To Dex point, she's walking back. And, right. You know. <laughs> right. So it might be a situation where like, y'all treated me like crap. I'm not cooperating with y'all now. And it's the climate of where we are right now as well. Even though technically she's the victim, but it might be the situation like, why would I get y'all involved? It's not like you're going to, you know, and if you're going to do anything that's going to benefit me at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I saw, you know, some stuff on Twitter where people are like uh, advocating for him to like get deported to, you know, yeah. the two. So it, it's a lot going on in that situation. I'm sure no one really wants to unveil. So. Let me tell you, black Twitter will hold you accountable. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> apparently Drea lost her Fenty Savage deal, the yeah. lingerie line. Right. Listen, they was tweeting Rihanna like, get this girl up out of here. She yes. <laughs> Look, I knew, I knew I could tell, you know, we know the people that Megan was addressing too with the jokes and everything without actually saying their name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 50 yeah. apologized. She hates to use names. Well, that's the thing. When you name call people, you create a division, you know? 
So it's like if you say something in a general way, it can apply to whoever. Like Chris Brown, right? With the Usher and Chris Brown thing. People were like, oh, you should battle Usher. He didn't say, oh, I got more catalog than Usher. No, thank you. He just said, I could win a versus with just my features. I will politely decline. He ain't say Usher. He didn't, you know, sometimes when you start name calling people, you it, it comes off as a little confrontational because right. you – you dealing with it on, in a very direct way. Like, bruh, mm. you said this, you need to stop. And plus, she's a woman. Can I just like, say some, one more thing about that Drea thing? I know that's not one of like the topics, but just really quickly, because like, I haven't really had this conversation with too many women, but I'm just curious. Do you guys think what she said was that bad? And the only reason I'm saying that is because there are women who say they like it when their guy is a little bit more aggressive with them and tells she, them, like... No, I felt like that was the stupidest thing stupid. I ever heard of. She shot her. Right. Like, this wasn't like, oh, I like to be choked during sex. This wasn't like... Right. This wasn't like, I like to be spanked in the kitchen when I'm cooking. This is like, shoot you in the foot, try to hurt you, yeah. aggravated assault, uh, uh, and, you know, uh, attempted murder. Yeah. When she no. said that, I was like, wait, what? Like, no, well, like... You you're giving the wrong message. I don't want nobody loving me that much. You want to shoot me and <laughs> don't love me that much. Love me a little less. Yeah, but that explains why her relationships don't work. <laughs> and then I was going to say too, it's not only what you say; it's the way you say, you it. say it. And the way that she was like saying it was just very like flippant. And again, like it's not a serious situation. Nah, yeah, and I, I think um, I think that was her attempt at a joke, and it fell flat. Yeah. I think this fell flat. It was a it was a bad joke, but I do I, I do think it speaks volumes uh, for her trying to create a joke out of that because it shows you the difference between what people view this situation and then like a Rihanna situation. Yeah, for sure. Wasn't nobody making real jokes because you could see the physical pain that you know w was put on her. It was brutal. With that, we don't you know you get shot in the foot. 100 times out of 100, you're going to survive. Let me say this, though. I distinctly remember when the Chris Brown and Rihanna situation happened, there was a lot of victim blaming on Rihanna, talking about, oh, well, she took his phone and she would uh, talk down to him and hit him. And, you know, you had all of that. But then when the picture came out and we saw yeah. what it did, that whole narrative changed. So I don't know why we live in this world where literally it happens all the time. When a, a woman says she's been victimized, we automatically say, well, what did you do? Did you right. smack him? Did you call him a name? Did you do that? Like, like somehow something that I did made you be a, a woman beater. <laughs> right. Like, so I think there's that narrative, you know, that you do have to deal with. I mean, I think Megan, that didn't happen to Megan. But people made light of a, a very serious situation. If we would have saw her pictures of her sh her feet with bullet holes in them, would the jokes right. have? Been? Right. I don't think so. No. Yeah. Like, you think so? I think Fifty Cent might have too. Yeah. Right. I think Fifty. Yeah. Do you know <laughs> that those jokes kind of write themselves? If she posted pictures with her foot with bullet holes in them, you know what that? I can't <laughs> even win <laughs> <when> your face. <laughs> no. <laughs> What you saying? Oh. What you saying under the under the picture? What's your comment? I'm just saying I'm a, I'm gonna keep scrolling, but like you know, before oh damn, he missed the pinky toe or like, <laughs> right. oh, man, people are gonna go crazy when they see this.
Keep those pictures to yourself. <laughs> I was just saying, sometimes it's sad right. as women, you got to produce like evidence for people to believe your pain. Listen, I you was know? saying for her, seeing her get pulled out that car and everything like that, and then now knowing she was shot in the foot and had to endure just just that alone. Like, can you imagine the cops rolling up, helicopters going, and meanwhile you bleeding from your, like, and you're trying to figure out why did he just do this to me? Like, just that whole thing had to be so traumatic. She didn't yeah. realize she had been shot. That's what I, I, I wonder what was happening in the car that she didn't realize she got shot. She said she heard a loud bang and then there was like, uh, like uh, extreme pain in both of her feet and she thought she cut herself. Right, probably adrenaline and then, you know, if they were drinking and anything. Right. You know. Yeah. All right, so it's funny how we're talking about we want her to be so vocal about what's going on with this and more direct, and then we literally shift to someone that's so direct that it's almost like, do you need to be this direct? Like Meek Mill going on social media saying he's no longer with his baby mom, Milan, (laughs) and that they're raising their child as separate entities. I mean, is that necessary? Did Did we need to know that? I'm not sure if it was necessary, but I think he's putting it out there before anybody else puts it out there. So it's just trying to, you know, hold, get to it before the news do so they can create another narrative for it. So he, he, he just beat him to the punch, I felt like. I agree with that because at the end he did say, I'm just doing this before social media turns this into something, which made me assume maybe he's moved on with somebody else and you didn't yep. want the cheating rumors. But what I didn't agree with, and I love me, was the next post that came right after that spoke to like money and making sure your circle is different because with it it like implied or suggested something that didn't seem very nice about you know the mother of your child and this person that you have been friends with so I I honestly feel like I have more problem with the one that came after than him saying you know we moved on and we're not together you know what in general I just the last time I spoke to him he told me he wasn't gonna be in another very like open, you know, publicly, um, uh, like such a public relationship anymore since Nikki. Like he said that to me. But they forced it though. Like I, I really don't think they were trying to be out there in public and stuff. I think that the public, like we pulled that. Yeah, yeah. We them confirmed that they that they were a couple and everything. Like we were like y'all together. We see y'all in Miami. Yeah, like, you there? <laughs> she's there. She's there. <laughs> He did that to them. And I think that's kind of kind of like what um, Garnett was saying. Like, he was trying to, like, get in front of the story before it becomes something bigger. Mm-hmm. I do agree with Shane as well. Like, the, the other stuff wasn't really that necessary. And it does make people look at her, like, with the side eye. Like, was you gold digger? Right. Like, what's going on there? And it's a little odd that he did this stuff right after Nicki Minaj announced that she's having Right. Like, you can hold on for another week. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, first of all. I, I refuse to let y'all suggest that Meek is planning his breakup announcement around Nikki's pregnancy announcement. We know. I don't think he planned it. It just happened that way. So what do you it, think the motive is? Attention. Listen, I would have said no, but that second post about the money and the surf again coming right off of the heels of you talking about somebody and like and what did make me mad in a co- lot of the comments was you ain't even know her you ain't even know her and like people from Philly and everything we know like yes they have known each other for some yeah. time but that's why I, I kind of had a problem with it and maybe he was just venting 
But again, you know, in this world, when people are reading everything that you say, maybe it had nothing to do with her, the way it was lined up, it made it look like it had something to do with yeah. her. And he's smart enough to kind of know that it would make it look that way. Yeah. You know, I was just... I don't know about that, though. I don't know about that. <laughs> he, he, he's reckless with the internet, so I don't know about that. I was just surprised in general about how open he was with their relationship, even once they confirmed. I mean, I know they were kind of secretive in the beginning, but I just thought that he wasn't going to do what he's doing now ever again after Nikki because that was such a public situation. And he said that to me. And, you know, it's uncomfortable when you're going through stuff with your spat, with your partner, and then you got to explain it to the world. Like, I never forget. I was in a five-year relationship, and we had broke up, and, you know, he was kind of like a character on the morning show that I was on. People knew who he was. We had a code name for him. And I'll never forget when we broke up. I'm like, I don't, I haven't even processed this myself. I can't even begin to explain my personal life. It took me right. months. And right. it was crazy because people would be like, where's so-and-so? Why you don't talk about so-and-so no more? And like, it, it had become so public that now people were like, well, she's not talking about him. What's going on? I wasn't even ready to have that conversation. Yeah, but I do agree with Dex. Like he said, I don't think Nick or, or Milano were trying to make it public. Everyone else was like, y'all yeah. need to come out. Y'all need to say it. Why you don't claim her? Why you don't claim her like you claim mm -hmm. Nikki? Like, it was like, it, you know, it was a more of a force. I guess. I just think, like, even the post where they're laying on the couch and he was like, we started off as close friends. <laughs> and it's like, oh, we gonna tell our grandkids that we started off as friends. I'm like, bro, what? Like, I understand confirming a relationship so that, you know, you give her the respect of she's having my child. Let me at least address it. But I just felt like they were, I don't know. I think this was a, a very open relationship. And, you know, I was just really surprised when he announced that they had broken up. But then when I thought about it, I'm like, okay, if they see him with one right. of these hoes out here, you know, now they know. They still gonna talk about it now. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. What, Dex? I said, why they gotta be hoes? <laughs> well. Well, he's not gonna go from one serious relationship into another. You know, he gonna dip, he's gonna dip around a little bit. Don't do too much dipping me. COVID is still real. I mean, <laughs> even when he, even when he, people were speculating he was dating with Milan. He was tweeting all these weird things <laughs> that, right, that had nothing to do with her, clearly, you know, so. For some reason, I think they'll probably be back together. They have a kid, like, I mean, and, yeah. and they're close friends and all that stuff like that. And that's another reason. I think the only reason he was so public and open with this one is because they, the two of them have a, had a kid together. And I think that when you have like a big moment with someone, like it's kind of like, I'm not hiding anything. But right. I, I feel the need to put this out there because I mean, our situation is different now. I'll tell you one thing, two months, that's fast. I know. That is fast. So um, maybe, you know, being in COVID and being sheltered in place with people. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait everything up, huh? Right. <laughs> like, I don't know if I want this anymore. <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> they might just need a little break, too. But yeah, again, to, to the point that if, if they just need a little break and he spotted with somebody, it would become news and to yeah. not disrespect her that way. I don't know. She's a Taurus and I'm a Taurus. And if you... Oh, I'm not saying that she's if you, that no, no, I'm saying if you publicly embarrass me this oh, way yeah, when you're yeah, putting yeah. our business out, 
to the no, whole world. Maybe he feel like he need a break. I'm like, I don't know if I want to get back to you, bro. Right. You, we we break up two, two months. Right. Like, this is when you, you we need you the most and you want to cut out. I don't know if he's cutting out. All I'm saying is, I don't know. I feel like this might really weigh heavy on her. The, the, the public notion of it. And she just had a baby. You don't yeah. know what she's going through. This is her first child. You yeah. know, she has postpartum. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe she's going through it. You don't, you just don't know, you know? So, all right, let's move on to our topic because this has been a, something that I've been kind of wondering. Um, I just feel like my, my opinions on this have really changed like in the past three, four years. I think something happens when you turn 30 <laughs> and like literally the things that were not acceptable when you were 25 or 26, now you 30 and you're like, I don't know, I might change my mind on this. So uh, the topic is really like, if you're in a long-term situation, what is not forgivable? Like absolutely not forgivable. And the reason why is because I literally was watching Love and Hip Hop the other day and Rashida completely forgave Kirk for having a baby with a stripper on her. And they're all like, oh, we're celebrating our 20-year-old marriage. And then I was having another conversation with my friend who's married. And we were talking about things that men do sometimes that violate you as a woman. And sometimes it's like, you never thought that you would be with someone that does something that violates you in a way that you never thought you would even accept or still be with someone but like you when you get older and you have really deep feelings for someone you start to learn to forgive because of your relationship with that person something that you probably wouldn't have forgiven if you were 22 23 years old do you guys have that um so with my friends like my guys like they honestly could probably do some wild stuff right and i would just be like you know what that's my boy like i'm sticking with him like i i don't like what you did i can address what you did but i'm sticking with you i think that people don't look at their relationship that same way like people don't look at their partner and truthfully say like this is my best friend and mean it when i say with my fiance like we're best friends so the same way how my boys could like do some wild stuff and i can kind of look past it she could do wild stuff too and her stuff would affect me deeper but i would be able to look past it there's literally nothing she could do that i would be like i'm out of this i can't do this anymore so if she had a baby on you i would just deal with it if like, she would, if she fucked your best friend did, but see, that's another thing <laughs> i don't even think her like in her character like i just you just know you never that. know i know she won't do that <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's one of those, like it's just you you know people well enough too. So like when you be like, I forgive people through anything. You know your friends are going to go out there and shoot somebody. You know what I mean? Like you're 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 backing them. You have like a left the Tory lanes. But like you know like you know how people like what people are doing and so forth and so on. So it's like for me, actually, if she shot me, I that's out of his damn mind. That's crazy. Like There's she, nothing she can do outside of shooting me. If she shoots me, how did she done. stabbed you? I was about to say. Huh. No, I okay. I, I think I, I do agree with you, Mina. That I think when we're outside of ourselves, and especially in our younger selves, we're like, oh, I would never, 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 never. And we had this list of nevers. I don't even think as it's as you get older. I do think it's as you get in certain relationships, certain relationships, certain people warrant 
a certain length of forgiveness and certain people don't. And it's just really hard to judge because there's things I've done or forgiven or seen past that I would have said, I would never, you would never catch me. Or like you said, I have situations with friends or different things that they're going through. And when I talk to them and I'm like talking to them about their spouse or their girlfriend, boyfriend, and we talk about forgiveness and I'm like, dang, this is something I would say I would never, and I'm helping them on like how they cross that bridge. But I do think it is definitely looking at the level of the relationship and if that person is, warranted that kind of level of forgiveness it's one thing you know again we would all be young girls and i know girls would always say ain't no man ever gonna cheat on me ain't no man first of all we ain't knowing about men right so, yeah. but i'm just saying like so if somebody cheats on me and having to go through that yes would it be devastating yes would it be violating and i can't even say until i know who that person is whether i'd be willing to forgive it or not yeah if you make it an everyday occurrence I, I, you, you know what I mean? So You can't like keep said, forgiving somebody, right? Exactly. So that's why I'm saying it depends on the situation, the person. But I don't, I can't think like, except for like what Dex said, like some type of large personal violence that I know you are really like, again, not saying that cheating would harm me because it would hurt me. But, you know, you're trying to shoot me, stab me, beat me to death. You are really trying to end my life. Mm-hmm. So there's no way that you can even care enough about me so I, I don't I don't know and you know and I, I've asked the question and I'll you know ask you guys this like you know if a person had another sexual orientation would you be okay with it and that would was you- so another place I was gonna go when you get older they get freakier mm. so it's like if you deal it with somebody and then she's like oh I want to put this in your booty or I want <laughs> and they're all of a sudden asking for things that you wasn't asking for anymore, you know? Like, do you tolerate that? I, I think it's one of those situations where if somebody presents that to you, like, we're friends at the, at, at the beginning of this, we're friends, you can present that to me and I can say, like, no, that's not something that I'm comfortable with. And, like, I, I just feel like that should be enough. I don't really understand, like, how just saying, no, I don't want to do that, I don't like that, I don't feel comfortable. Like, how is that not enough? Right. No, you're right. I'm just saying there's certain things that it's like, I would never, right. you know, and then you're in a, you know, six, seven, eight year relationship and your man might want some things in his booty and he didn't want it before. And then, you know, maybe right. now he's going out and getting that somewhere else. And you're like, well, I'm not going to give it to him. I mean, what? this could go so many different ways. Like, <laughs> If a, if a woman try to do anything with my, with my butthole, I'm out. It's out of here. Wait, that's what your thing is? Like, if what? she tries to... That would be the one unforgivable thing you asking? Yeah, that's not... We're we, we not going to keep pressing the issue on that. We're not pressing the issue. It's a no and it's a rat. That, that, and, uh, that is side baby for sure. Side baby is crazy. But I do understand it. People are in different situations. Like Shana was saying, especially with the older you get, it's more emotional, it's financial. It's a lot of things that go into that that'll make someone forgive it and, you know, stay there. But yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. Side babies, anything. I would understand it if I had a side baby, if, if, if someone left, I would completely. Okay, understand. but here's the thing. How about if you were in a really bad place in your marriage or relationship? You're bad. You guys are fighting all the time. You're not on the same page. 
you know, and then you know that your relationship wasn't there and you know that he or she possibly was seeing somebody else. And then this happens out of you guys not being on the same page. Like I'm telling you, things change, yo. And it's crazy. I literally watched Rashida celebrate her 20 year marriage after she was sitting there saying, I'm done with this guy. He had a whole baby on me. Yeah, that's yeah. like stuff be changing. I've seen people, you know, forgive or get back into relationships with people where that has happened. It obviously, we have to be a hard pill to swallow, you know, and, and that's the one thing for people in those situations, because I've seen it happen both ways. My one thing is when you forgive that person, you also have to be okay, especially in a side baby situation mm-hmm. with the child. Yep. Like you cannot take it out on that child because they, they was like, I was just swimming around and daddy's, you know, mommy, like they didn't ask to be there. So when you forgive the situation, like in a Rashida situation where there's this child now, like you have to think about what that full picture means to your family, your kids, and this child that you're willing to say, okay, I accept him back. And, you know, we're going to work through this look at chloe tristan done mess with all her friends lara <laughs> pippen or larsa whatever larsa. her name is larsa pippen jordan uh she he done mess with all her friends well and you she, get down swinging and then everybody keeps swinging it's like i'm just saying i don't know if that's what they do <laughs> but i'm just saying if that's what y'all do then maybe it ain't an issue um, right so chloe almost killed lamar odom so i <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she deserved this or not from Tristan. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You think Chloe almost killed Lamar? You ain't think Lamar killed Lamar? She oh, has something to do with it. If you're in a relationship with someone and you know they have a drug problem and you're not helping them get the help, like Kim is helping Kanye West get help right now, Chloe was allowing him to do these drugs and covering up for him. You, yeah, you almost you're killed an him. Enabler. Yeah, you're an enabler. Yeah. Yeah, but it's funny how different, it's not funny, but it's interesting how different people tolerate different things. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, a drug problem might be a thing too. Like if she developed. Dexter, you keep, you didn't think this all the way through, Dexter. <laughs> I'm one of those people, like that's my girl, like I'm a, I'm a ride with you. But now, I know, but you have to think about it. Like, is there anything that is not unforgivable in a long-term situation? Dex, so if she, let's say she did fall into a habit, and yes, we do know drugs are very, very strong. And at first you felt like you weren't able to reach her. You wouldn't keep trying, especially this is your best friend. So this is your best friend that you know that this isn't like them. This isn't something they've always done. So if they fell into this habit, something had to happen. You wouldn't stick by her. In my vows, I'm writing them. It's through sickness, <laughs> not drug problems. <laughs> I'm saying, look, she develops a problem. Now she's disappearing every night. She's having unprotected sex with randoms. Like, what? I'm just saying it. No, it's like a trickle-down effect. Look at Kanye. He has a mental health problem. But look, now he's putting his family on blast. Sometimes it gets bad. Like, yeah. what is unforgivable you know i always thought for me and it still is physical violence is unforgivable like not happening Mm -hmm. you know but i always thought you know oh people oh verbal someone talks to me crazy you gotta go but there's been situations where i literally like someone has talked to me crazy that i've loved and i've been like okay this is not okay but it's not like i'm piecing out fast yeah it's like i'm like trying to figure out 
how I can kind of help the person understand that this is not an okay way to talk to me. I'm trying to like find a solution instead of being like, oh, peace, you know? Right, it's like right. little things like that, you know, or like people, call, you know, sometimes people are raised different. Someone calling you like dumb, I'd be like, oh, let somebody call me dumb. I'm punching them in the face. Now it's like, I have, I'll be like, all right, well, you don't got to call me that. But I'm a little bit more like, I guess, tolerant mm-hmm. to things that I wasn't so tolerant before. I say open, because it doesn't mean you're tolerating it, but open to, you know, whether you want to talk it. through it or not talk through it. Because it doesn't mean you're going to like, if somebody's saying you're dumb, you're tolerating them, telling you you're dumb. You're just open to having a conversation to find out where that's coming from. Yeah. So I would, I, you know, and I, I would agree. I think a drug problem, I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to deal with that. That's yeah. such a trickle down effect. Someone who has a real addiction. You can still be friends, but yeah, I don't, I don't know about that relationship part. You can still be friends though. I'll help you out. Yeah. And, I, and then someone who wants to do real freaky stuff. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, yo. Like yeah, you want to yeah, have sex I mean, with two, I'm three opposite. people. I'm opposite on the drug addiction thing because, again, sometimes addictions aren't even what we consider addiction. Sometimes mm-hmm. things that people think are very minute are addictions. Like sometimes porn. People, yeah, people. sometimes people develop addictions from situations. You know, I've seen people that have developed addictions to pain medications from mm-hmm. being prescribed that's pain true. medications. So that's what I'm saying. But, you know, granted, they have to have a willingness to not want to continue to have it. I'm not going to sit there again like a, a Chloe and continue to enable you. But yeah. if I know that it wasn't, it's not in your nature and almost you fell into this situation and I really know you, I'm going to be at least willing to be like, listen, sit you down. Yo, you need to get some help and hopefully you're open and receptive to that. Now, again, you keep going on, you're not open and receptive. That's a whole nother conversation. We can't really continue to go that, down that route. Right. All right. So, okay. Well, that kind of answers my questions. People do start forgiving stuff, you know, that they probably thought they never would have forgiven. Yeah. That's like, it's, that's life and experience, you know, try to, try to get some understanding. And once you, once you get that, you're a little bit more open to those situations. Dexter changed his list real fast. You said there's nothing. Everything. You ain't think about all that. How about if she want to start having sex with three different dudes? Look, Dexter ain't beeping at me. I'd be like, I'm not enough. Right. But I'm talking about long term, like you in this 10 deep, you know, like five deep, 10 deep, like it gets different. It gets real, you know, sex gets boring. Y'all get tired of each other, you know, like people change, especially the right person. Right, I mean, is that or is that person changing and you gotta figure out, you know, how you deal with the change. I mean, people don't stay the same forever. They evolve, they want different things. They start doing different things. They go through different traumatic situations in their life. You know, what are you willing to forgive and not forgive? Yeah. Just a little thing to think about. Put it on your head. Thanks for ruining my marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for changing his vows. (laughs) No, I'm just saying you got to ride or die, Dex. He's going to be like, and this is what I won't forgive. (laughs) You got to ride or die, Dex. She on them Percocets? You got to ride or die. (laughs) (laughs) Dex ain't hearing that. Look at him. Dex ain't hearing that. (laughs) 
She over there singing future Molly Percocet. Molly Percocet. You got to ride or die, Dex. That song ain't going to be too fun if that happens. Right. <laughs> ain't going to be too step into that. All right, guys. Anything else you want to add? No? I, I do. I want to add, and I know this is weird off of the subject, but I watched this interesting documentary, and it's called Porndemic on Showtime. You should watch it. It's crazy. Porndemic. First of all, yeah. I don't have Showtime, so oh, you don't okay. have to give well, me the password. You can watch it. It's basically about how HIV spread through the porn industry mm. and how this one man got tied to so many cases. But just watching like the business of it and how they handle things and were handling things, it was, it was kind of interesting and crazy at the same time. Are they showing sex scenes? They do show certain scenes to say like this is such and such. She actually contracted. HIV in this scene. Like, so they don't show a clip. They don't show the whole scene. You creep. <laughs> this is educational. And you're thinking about sex. I'm just trying to see. That's education too. It's, it's, it's called sex ed. I'm, I'm sex ed is, this is HPV. How <laughs> you avoid it. <laughs> this is the the gonorrhea. If you start bleeding, this is but what I you would say. It was one of those, like, I was like, I'm not watching this. Then the next thing I know, Two hours later, it's three thirty. I was like, "Dang, that was good." It was, you know, just, it was like a crazy thing just to watch. I've been watching Cursed on Netflix. Please watch you. it. And uh, Warrior Nun. <laughs> what the hell is that? What is that? The title is that. What is that about? It's about nuns that are warriors. They fight and kick ass and kill people, okay. but for God. And it, and they not having sex. No. <laughs> they so, none. So it's like Charlie's Angels, but like none. None. Yeah, and they're kicking ass. They're they're whipping demons' asses and killing. Hey, I thought it was gonna be terrible, and I watched it. I'm like, this is actually pretty good. Sister Act Two. Two, two right? Me, me, me. Right. Uh, <laughs> it was one, more, one more. Watch the shy. This season talks about you know our missing black girls, and I think it's very very good, and you know just kind of touches on what's going on in our world with that Come situation. On, Come, Come on, Keisha. Come on, Keisha. Keisha. Let's go. I don't know what that's about. I mean, you, we, I did, a post-COVID party. I did watch, uh, I did watch Old Guard, which was amazing. Was with uh, Charlize Theron kicking mm -hmm. ass with her axe. I really like that. I like movies where women are kicking ass, whether they're nuns or... <laughs> Charlize Theron. I just would like women beating up on people. Mm. <laughs> you alright, man? What? <laughs> I kind of wish I could be one of them, like a Wonder Woman or something. Xena. It's, it's so weird because I'm thinking, like, when you guys are naming this stuff, I'm like, what have I been watching on TV? I've been watching TV, but I haven't been watching any of these movies. And I realized when you said what you just said, women kicking butt. I've been watching wrestling nonstop. I, that's all I watched on <laughs> network nonstop for like the past couple weeks. That's all I've been doing. Yeah, this is like wrestling, but on Netflix because they don't have a whole lot of women wrestling. It's wrestling, but with none. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, it's hard to move an audio situation to a video situation, but it is there. If you want to, uh, comment. Mm-hmm. 
Get those numbers up for us. That's right. Get the promo in. Yeah. And definitely leave us comments. Like, tell tell us what you think about what we're saying, because we need some feedback on that stuff. Right. Because yeah. I got a lot of comments after uh, COVID King was kissing everybody. People were texting uh, <laughs> me. And I was like, oh, leave that on the page. Or like, you know, like, you know, they were texting me, but... You know, I was just telling them, like, put those comments when you watch their YouTube and, yeah. and on Apple yeah. and that kind of stuff. People reacted to that one a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, guys, follow us on social media at Mina's House Pod. Thank you for listening. The 138th episode. I'm Mina Say What? I'm Shayna B. Sherlock Homeboy, a.k.a. Garnett Briscoe. Dexter One. Hey, hey, and I'm glad hey. we have it. It's not like an awkward pause. Like, who's going? Who's going? <laughs> Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.